Hello, and welcome to another episode of Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name is Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. And we are so excited to be back with you guys, episode number 38. And uh, we've had a fantastic week so far, I'd say. Uh, you're looking at me like, is that been, has it been good? It's I'm been waiting good. for you to talk about Top Gun. <laughs> Lord, we saw Top Gun finally. Caitlin's been... It was so good. Very insistent on seeing this movie. Yeah. And it's not that I didn't want to see it. It's that I was worried. Top Gun's a classic, okay? Yeah. And to touch it, to attempt to reach the amazingness that the first one was, mm-hmm. was a tall order. So I was worried that we were going to walk in and I was going to walk out going, they shouldn't have done it. But it was it was pretty good. It was really good. Was a little cheesy. But again, it's Top okay. Gun's already a little cheesy. It's already so. supposed to be cheesy. And yeah. again, they... They did so well. I loved it. You there were some tears. There was minute. some happy clapping. There was just, I was fully invested. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Miles Teller doing good. that weird dance on the beach. Oh, the geez. ladies loved it. Everyone is talking about the beach scene. Yep. Yep. I'm Even gonna- though like it was, I expected it, like all the stuff I saw on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, I thought it was gonna be this like really long segment, but like the Miles Teller part was like, if you blinked, you missed it. His little weird dance. I did, okay. So funny thing about that. When I got to work and I told my friend that we watched it, she was like, oh, did you see his dance on the beach? And I was like, what? <laughs> I know. And then she had to show me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even see that. It, I, it, I think what, I was just smiling yeah. so much. The definition of a dance, I guess, is up for <laughs> Well, it was literally like a four second dance. Yeah. It was a quick. He's like, it was weird. It I was don't know, good. It was like rubber arm. Yeah. Anyways, it, it was good. Um, again, I just kind of chuckled because I was like, good grief. Like it was... It had the 80s feeling, but in a 2022 movie. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not complaining. And Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins. We love, we've been listening to it Every on day. repeat. <laughs> yeah, when Caitlin so. drives off for work, she does the call sign of Maverick <laughs> or whatever. She's like, shh, and she's blasting Danger Zone. It's the only way to go in life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so enough Top Gun. Yeah, we have uh, some exciting news today. We do. Yeah, it's more of a, I guess it's less about news and more just a shout out. But uh, we announced our winner of our giveaway last week. Yeah. And we are so excited to say that Susan uh, won the $25 Disney gift card. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was super exciting. And uh, we actually got in contact, said, mm-hmm. hey, congratulations. Let me, you know what? Let me, quick story time. Yeah. I felt so bad because we announced the winner. And Caitlin goes, hey, do you have that gift card? And I'm like, nope, let me do that. (laughs) So I jump on Disney's website. I put in my information, whatever. We buy the gift card. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to send it off. And I'm like sitting there refreshing my email. I forgot how long it It, took over 24 hours to get to our mailbox. It took forever. And thankfully, Susan was literally the kindest human. Very understanding. She's like, yeah, my daughter bought one. Yeah. And it took 48 hours, which I'm like, oh, please don't let it take that long. So yeah, um, I guess a heads up, if you're going to the park the next day and you're like, oh, I'll put all my money, my spending money on a Disney gift card, don't do that. Or please. get it through Target. Yeah, her Target's, Target's faster. Yeah, her up to the max is four hour wait with right. Target. Whereas Disney, like Susan said, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and we actually got in contact and said, hey, what do you plan on you know doing it with it? Just out of curiosity, you don't need to tell us if you don't want to. But she shared that her family is planning, I think in the I think she kind of joked and said it's in the future, mm-hmm. but they plan on doing the Galactic Star Cruiser That's over in so Disney World. exciting. Which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. And she joked again, and I totally get it. It is a chunk of change. So I did the math and I said, if you only get 250 more gift cards, you'll get there. 
Hey, we'll have to do 250 more giveaways. <laughs> I know. And hopefully you win every time. Good luck, Susan. <laughs> Good Lord. No, it's, but yeah. yeah. It, Susan, thank you so much again. You were so kind and we're so happy that you were the winner of the giveaway. Yeah. And we look forward to doing many more. Totally. So, so again, congratulations. And good luck getting those 200 plus gift cards. Mm -hmm. Those will come in handy. Yeah. Uh, And then really quick, before we actually dive into the news and the main segment today, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast and or Spotify. Yeah. That'd be so helpful. Uh, A written review and a little star rating on Apple Podcasts would be amazing. That just helps us get up on the search results when you look up Disney Podcasts, when you look up Market House, what have you. Uh, It'll just pop up. And uh, the results there. Yeah. And then once you're listening, if you ended up liking the podcast episode, please share with your friends and family and, you know, let them know what's going on over here at Market House. That would be so (laughs) awesome. If you're like, you know what? If you want to hear the best Top Gun review. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, here. In the world. (laughs) Send a Market House episode 38. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, next guest is Tom Cruise, (laughs) a.k.a. Pete. If we landed the Cruisters, dude, that would be something cool. So, all right, let's go ahead and dive into that news. All right, our first news story is uh, Mr. Bob Chapek. He mm-hmm. had some good news this last weekend, and his contract was extended by another three years. So it was originally set to expire in 2023, but now will continue until 2026. So he has signed on for the next few years. I know it was a little surprising to some folks just because of the uh, Disney's been in the news and not for the best reasons right. uh, in recent months, uh, whatever uh, side you take, what have you, it's just been messy news, right? So, uh, some controversial, some just critical of, uh, Disney leadership in recent months. Right. So it's been messy for the company, not going to lie. And, uh, yeah, I guess the board feels very comfortable and let me tell you why, because there's a straight up quote from the chairman. Uh, this is, um, Miss Susan Arnold, who's the new chairman of the board. Uh, Disney was dealt a tough hand by the pandemic Yet with Bob at the helm, our businesses from parks to streaming, not only weathered the storm, but emerged in a position of strength. She added, in this important time of growth and transformation, the board is committed to keeping Disney on the successful path it is on today, and Bob's leadership is key to achieving that goal. Bob is the right leader at the right time for the Walt Disney Company, and the board has full confidence in him and his leadership team. So they are like, yeah, all... Yeah. All hands on Bob. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's not a saying, but uh, yeah, I mean, they have full uh, yeah. belief in what you he know, do. You know, I mean, again, like you mentioned, it's kind of been a rough little patch for them coming out of the pandemic, but you know, hopefully with all that aside, hopefully Disney continues just to go in the right direction and good decisions are made and they just go from there. All right. Next up, we've got some Splash Mountain news. So this has been awaited for a while now, and it looks like the name has been released. Um, not uh, much more detail, uh, same concept art and all that good stuff. Right. But the new name is going to be Tiana's Bayou Adventure. And uh, it's going to be opened in late 2024 on both coasts. So both Disneyland and Disney World is going to get this new rethemed, essentially Splash Mountain uh, or Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I'm now s- I'm super excited about the name. I, I know. love it. Yeah, it's cool. I know some people were complaining about it, which Disney's not Disney without its complaining yeah. fans. <laughs> but there's always something to complain about. I don't mind it. I don't either. And again, it's not like they call it Tiana's Adventure. I, it's, you know, yeah. it's it's a good name. It's, I don't know. I just, I, I like it. And it fits, I would argue it fits New Orleans. Wait, it's not New Orleans Square. No. I went to say New Orleans. Well, see, that's oh. the thing though, is that it's technically by Haunted Mansion, but then Critter Country 
This is why how are they going to do that? Because that's why I think they're getting rid of Winnie the Pooh eventually. What again? Anyone that just heard that that is not has not been said out loud. That's just me thinking out loud. Critter Country is only Winnie the Pooh, and as of now, Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Splash Mountain, with it being Tiana's Bayou Adventure, that's technically New Orleans Square theming. Because again, you remember yeah, by Club well, Thirty Three, they're going to be in, there's going to be a new store with Tiana and all that yeah. in there. So it's all going to be themed in. Oh. So Critter Country is only going to be Winnie the Pooh, which they're not going to have a whole area for one well, ride. A restaurant. So right. I'm assuming it'll be rethemed eventually. And Hungry Bear will what, be rethemed. So one giant New Orleans Square? Or no, well, who knows? You know Disney. They constantly will do something. That doesn't make sense. Well, neither does having two things in one land. Oh, I don't know. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's a good point. I don't yeah. know how they're going to fit all that in. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see what they do with that. But yeah. Tiana's Bayou Adventure is coming in 2024. All right, next up, we've got some East Coast news, and that is uh, disappointing news, to say the least. So uh, Brightline, which is the, uh, not bullet train's the wrong term, but high-speed rail, right? Right. Uh, It's this new project that was started over there, uh, connecting uh, nearby, uh, what do you call it, attractions, essentially, nearby resorts to the uh, airport over there, MCO. So uh, the whole plan was to have a station at Disney Springs, I think a station near um, Orlando, uh, what's it called? Universal. Universal, that's what it's called, thank you. And uh, SeaWorld and all that good stuff, and then it would come around, and I think it would stop at some other major attractions and then come back around to MCO. Uh, That has since changed, that whole plan. Okay. And it looks like they have canceled the Disney Springs station. So it's no longer going to stop in official Disney Springs. Now... Uh, let me tell you what this new route consists of, this new reworked route that they've done and is approved. It's called the Sunshine Corridor and includes two new stations, one at the Orange County Convention Center. This is near SeaWorld and uh, Orla- uh, Universal Orlando and another near Disney Springs, but it's not on Disney-owned property. So it's changed a little bit. It's way less convenient now because the plan was you would, okay, Caitlin and I, we land at MCO, grab our bags, Hit the, uh, you know, what's that thing called that we, uh, the first ride of the trip. Oh, is it's on in the, the little tram in between. Like the, yeah, the tram, exactly. Yeah. So you take the tram to the main terminal mm-hmm. and you'd get on the Bright Line. We'd go get dropped off at Disney Springs, then take Disney official transportation, the buses, to our resort. That was the whole plan. So when people said, hey, we're canceling, uh, what's it called? The Magical Express. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. We're getting Brightline. We can just use the train and then hop on whatever. But that's not going to be happening because mm-hmm. it's it's near Disney Springs. But what are you going to do? Schlep it over to Disney Springs with your, all your bags for what, half a mile, let's mm-hmm. say? That stinks. Yeah, or those buses that they're currently using. So it's just going to be Mirrors Connect now. Yeah, which uh, those are not my favorite. No. Mm-mm. So yeah, it's a bummer. I know people were really excited about this. It would have been a really cool mode of transportation. Uh, but it looks like things have changed and it is canceled. All right. So for our final news story, we have some really crazy news. Last week, we talked about the $110,000 Disney trip, which gets you to all the Disney parks, like all around the world. The most intense, crazy, imaginable dream. And additional stuff, right? Like Cairo and stuff like that. It has sold out. Not even before it was 
accessible to the public. It, it sold out in presale, mm -hmm. which is absolutely insane. So yes, again, according to the Orange County Register, this trip sold out before it was even available for purchase. All 75 slots for this trip were taken during its pre-sale event on June 20th. That's insane. I cannot even believe that. 75 people with 100 grand. And so let me clarify too. I was able in the meantime to verify that I, it was worded really weird when we first read it out, right? Right. Because we it, didn't know if it was, is it you get a, a group of 75 people for 110 yeah, grand? Yeah, it said 70, it said you and seven, up to 75 of your friends can do this. And so I said, oh, it's like an individual trip or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's $100,000 total and you can spread that between the 75 people or it's 100000 per person, blah, blah, blah. No, it's $100,000. It, it's one plane. So they've got one private jet chartered, right? And they say, hey, the first 75 people to book this at 100 grand a pop can go on this trip. So I was under the impression it was like multiple. No, it's one excursion, you can call it. Wow. One trip. It's very elite. Very. Mm -hmm. So 75 lucky people with $100,000 to spare have booked this already and it's there's a waiting list. So there are more oh people gosh. interested. I can't even believe it. That is insane. I mean, I mean, again, it's the ultimate Disney trip, so I understand why people are interested, but I cannot believe that it went that quickly. But again, when, when you say that out loud, it's 75 people. How many people are in the world? Like, you know, it's just... Oh, I got it. It's yeah. kind of like one of those things where like, that's such a small number, but it's just crazy to me that they sold out in pre-sale. I know. So... Well, There's some money out there. If any of you guys are going, please let us know because I'd love <laughs> to see pictures and maybe hide us in your luggage. <laughs> They're like, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That uh, wraps up the news. All right, folks. Welcome to a new segment on Market House. Disney trivia with Caleb and Caitlin. All right. All right. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this the perfect music? Yes. Yeah. Reminds me like a We're 60s game show. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Here we go. So, Caitlin and I are going to ask each other a couple of questions. I'm not sure when to end this music. <laughs> this is the first time for us, folks. Uh, but let me kind of tell you the rules here. Uh, I'm going to ask her a couple of questions, some Disney trivia questions. Okay. See how many you get right. Caitlin, you're going to ask me a couple. And then we'll see at the end who's the ultimate Disney trivia champion. And winner of this week. And winner of this week. All right, let's do it. Let's go ahead and dive into our trivia. Uh, I go first. Let's get rid of that music. Um, all right, first up, we've got the handsome prince in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is probably the most mysterious out of all the Disney princes. What is his name? Oh, my gosh. So Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I did not know this before I looked up this trivia question. What is his name? So I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. I The first name that popped in my head was Philip, but I'm thinking of Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Because Prince Philip is in there. And for some reason, the second name that popped up is Charles. <laughs> Charles? <laughs> From the actual... Yeah. Because it's not Eric. That's Ariel. Prince Philip is in Sleeping Beauty. It's and not Prince Harry, I can tell you that. <laughs> it's not Aladdin with Jasmine. And yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to think. It's, you'll never guess, I don't think. I have no idea. You got me on that one. Prince Florian. Florian? Florian, that's the guy's name. Prince so Florian. Do they have that anywhere in the movie? Like, is it on the book or anything? I have no clue. Okay, yeah, wow. I, didn't know, I did not know that one. Yeah. 
So Prince Florian is the prince from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. All right. All right, next up. Disneyland Park first opened its gates on July 17th, 1955. On that historic day, who bought the first admission ticket to Disneyland? Oh my gosh, these are hard. Bum, bum, bum. Hmm. Um, okay, again, I have no idea what this one is. I'm going to guess. Is it like Walt's daughter? Oh, that's a good guess. Okay. It's a good guess. No, um, it's Roy Disney. Oh, dang it. His brother. I didn't even think about that. Mr. Roy himself. All right, that's pretty good. Wow, yeah. Walt making his brother pay. <laughs> no. Yeah, sorry, bud. You built this thing or helped build this. You got to pay. Uh, all right. So you're, I was 0 for 2, girl. I know. That was terrible. That's all right. I mean, those were two pretty tough questions. So, okay. Ready for mine? I am. All right. Here we go. Where was Walt Disney born? Marceline, Missouri. Final answer? No. He moved there. Okay. Was he b- born in Illinois? Is that your final answer? Is, I mean, is that a tip? Or I'm going to start a hint. I can't tell you. Like, do I have to get city and state or just state? Just state. Hmm. Or excuse me. Uh, well, no. <laughs> well, I, I know, you know both. Actually, zip code. I know both. But you can say city or state. But I mean, just say both. Can I just narrow that. it down? Yeah, sure. Illinois. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Chicago. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Am I right? Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, they again, eventually I, moved to Marseille. Yeah, I know it was Illinois, but I'm like, I wanted to do just right. Chicago. 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 Yeah. Chicago. All right. I know. I did not know that one either. That's why I was like, there's no way Caleb knows that one. But Caleb knows everything. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Noggin. Here's a good one. Next question. Which feature length Pixar film was the first to be nominated for the best animated feature film Oscar? Pixar? Mm -hmm. The first Pixar to be nominated for an Oscar? Mm -hmm. Which feature length Pixar film was Mm. the first to be nominated for the best animated feature film Oscar? I'll go with Toy Story. Their first one. Incorrect. No? Yeah, okay, can I have a second guess? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with... Dun, dun, man. Um, let's go... It's not the Toy Story franchise at all? No. Okay. No more hints. Crud. An early Pixar movie that was nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I do not believe A Bug's Life was nominated. Okay. Um, third would have been Toy Story 2. So if that's not part of the franchise, then not that... Um, let's go Monsters, Inc. Incorrect. Really? What was it? Ready? Yeah. Finding Nemo. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So that was what? Four or five in? Yeah, it was a while in. So it took him a little bit. I mean, that's impressive for any yeah. studio that to be. That was such a good one though. Like that was like Oh, Finding just... Nemo is fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, Finding Nemo. So they were competing lucky. at the time, I'm assuming with Disney, even though Disney was not coming out with great films back then. So who would have been DreamWorks maybe? Oh, I have no idea. Like with, yeah, Shrek and stuff. That's the, kind of that time well, period. if that's the case, then that's more why they won. Yeah. That's hard. Okay, I didn't know that. Wow, we didn't do very you well. You stumped me. I mean, I went 50%, bro. <laughs> One for two. I'll take it for our first Disney trivia. Uh, well, I hope you liked it, folks. That was Disney Trivia with Caleb and Caitlin. All right, and that brings us to our main segment today, folks, and that is uh, the Disney Wish. We're going to talk about uh, all things Disney Wish. Uh, So it just finished its first sailing with media guests. So this was a kind of lockdown cruise, uh, just two nights. 
with uh, invited special guests. We were not invited, just so that's What the clear. heck, Disney? <laughs> we're a brand new podcast and all that stuff, and you didn't invite us? How dare you? They're like, who are you? I know. Now, what's your name again? <laughs> How dare you? Maybe one day, but no, we were not invited. But let me tell you, the people that got to go on this, it was... Lucky folks. So lucky. And they all were just... You could tell, like, we, we Caleb and I watched so many videos, and... They they just look so happy to be on it. I'd I was be, living through them because this is it was such a unique experience for those who didn't get to watch it. Is it inaugural? What do they call it? The christening? The christening. Christening. So inaugural sailing. Yeah. So this is kind of weird. Yeah. They're calling it the inaugural sailing for the first year. So anybody right. who write rides it, anybody who sails on it, right? You're technically on the inaugural. Right. I don't know how that makes sense. I think they're trying to make everyone feel included and uh, part of something special. Yeah. But yeah, these folks were the first people to stay overnight on the Disney Wish. Uh, so it was a two-night media-only thing. Uh, so we got a look, right? Everyone did on YouTube. Again, we weren't on there, so not first-hand experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, we watched from home, and pretty much this last couple of days, that's all we've done. We were on Twitter all day, Instagram, YouTube, watching all of the content. Thank you so much to all the people who were on it uh, and yeah. covered it very well. And uh, so, yeah, we've got a couple of things to talk about. We're just going to just sit back and talk about all the cool things that are different from the wish to the dream, fantasy, wonder, magic. Yeah, and like the new elements that we noticed in the Disney wish yeah. and, you know, the new decor, the new, it is massive. It's huge. So we'll get into all that and all the dining and just all the fancy little magic touches yeah. that Disney And did. if you haven't done a Disney cruise before. Um, do it. Do it. But like a giant, like, let me just tell you like my story about coming to Disney Cruise Line. So like years ago when Caitlin and I first got married, I was not never a cruise person, never been on one, never really wanted to go on one, didn't really understand why people did. My under, my thought process behind this was why in the world would I pay to go on a floating hotel? I can do all the things that you can do on a cruise ship, but on land and I get to drive a car around, I can exit the facility at any point I want mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm out in a floating Petri dish. So what am I missing here? And Caitlin kind of got it, and I'm not a huge pool person, so I just, yeah, I just didn't understand the draw, right? And Caitlin convinced me to watch a couple of Disney Cruise videos on YouTube and just said, hey, let's just see what Disney does, right? Yeah, because w- I'd never been on a Disney Cruise Line ship. I'd only been on Carnival. Yeah, you grew up doing them, right? Yes, because my family loved cruising, and it was always a dream of mine to go on a Disney Cruise ship because, again, but when you're little, you're like, you hear your parents go, those are so expensive, yeah. like, especially for a family. And trust me, they are. And so, so when we got that. married, Caleb's like, I don't really like cruising. That's not my thing. And I'm like, let's just look into it. Yeah. And so we did. And that was a mistake because uh, what? We're hooked. Yeah. A few, a few videos in, I was like, book it now. Let's do it. So we did. We ended up going on a couple. Uh, we've been on two so far. We have a Alaska cruise booked. And uh, that's happening this year. That was supposed to happen back in 2020. But of course, the world uh, melted down there. Yeah. And it's been delayed a couple of years, but we're finally going on it in September. Uh, but anyways, I've turned into a cruise person, but just for Disney. I think after watching videos of other cruise lines, I haven't tried it, so I shouldn't speak in matter-of-fact terms, but I don't know if it's for me. But we'll see. Yeah. Maybe we'll try another one. But we're, I, we, we're in love with Disney Cruise. So if you want a, a cruise person, stick around and hear all the cool things on this new ship because it may just turn you into one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, anyways, like I just said, it just finished its first media cruise uh, but the first official sailing with normal folks, normies like you and me, that is scheduled for July 14th. I believe it's a five-night cruise. goes to Castaway Key, uh, Nassau, and a, I think one or two other stops with a sea day in there. So fun. So fun. 
the Wish is the fifth ship in the Disney fleet. So you've got the Magic, which was the first, the Wonder, the second. Uh, you've got the Dream, the one we've been on twice. You've got the Disney Fantasy, and now the Disney Wish. Uh, it is the first of the Triton class ships. So that's the new Triton class, right? Is that like so, a new fleet? Is that what they're trying to do? No, so the fleet is all of them together. Okay. A class of ship is like they're on the in their own little group. So the first one was the magic class ship. The second group, which was the D- Dream and Fantasy, were the Dream class. So oh, I think it's just okay. by size. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So this is the new Triton class, and it's the first of three ships, which is crazy. Yeah. So they've got another one coming in two years, and another one after that coming in. So another one in four years. That's insane that they can do that quick of a turnaround. Well, I think they've all been. They're like in development at the same time. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Wish took over the, for the Disney Dream as the workhorse of the fleet. Uh, so they're doing the three four-night cruises to the Bahamas, Castaway Key, uh, that kind of stuff. But I'm going to give you an example here that shows that it's a little pricier than what it used to be. Just because a Because the Wish has taken over. A four-night cruise in the Dream was about $2,400 when we went on our first one, and that was for a veranda room. That same veranda and same length of time, everything's the same except it's on the Wish, is now about $2,800. Now, again, I'm, I'm going to kind of just jump in here. I think this is acceptable, I guess you could say, in terms. Okay. You're paying, again, it's that classic saying of you get what you pay for. This is a brand new ship. Yeah. The rooms, again, we will get into this in a little bit. The rooms are glamorous compared to the other cruise ships. And again, there's nothing wrong with the dream, the wonder, but they're older. And you can tell. Again, I think the dream and the fantasy have a little bit more elevated room just because they're not that old. But this, the wish is just the rooms and the theming inside. Like, it's just beautiful. And I know that we kind of talked about this earlier. Like, well, you're still paying. It's the same destination, same yeah, feeling. I guess my deal was um, it's a bummer that the the itinerary that most people want to do is now more expensive on average. Uh, they don't have a choice really, right? They have to kind of go on the wish if they want to go to these things. Right. I'm not sure what the dream's taking over. They're going out of Miami now, uh, but that's not near Disney World. So again, most families are probably combining a few days at the parks, then hopping on a Disney cruise. But now their option for at least convenient option is more expensive. My thought is, okay, I get it. It's a brand new ship. I'm sure that was not cheap and they're building another two. So they've got to pass on the cost somehow. Right. Uh, my deal is over time, you recoup your cost. Um, by having another ship because you have more passengers. So I get it a little bit here and there. Um, I, I'm glad that it's not, it didn't jump from 2400 to like 3200 or $3,600. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a chunk of change. That's $400 more. Um, that's not cheap. Right. So something to consider. Uh, it looks like the cruise, uh, again, the most uh, popular itineraries are going to be more expensive. But let's dive into just kind of our thoughts and what is changed on this cruise and... Uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. For, I mean, first thing that we noticed right off the bat was just walking into the main atrium right when all those people were walking in. Just how big. Is there another word for atrium? What is it called? I almost want to call it Grand Hall. Like a lobby or something. Okay. I, don't, I, I think atrium. The main atrium is huge. And the second you look up, you see these like just like the, the I almost want to call them swinding. Swinding. <laughs> swinding. Spiraling. These spiraling staircases, the chandelier that's in the middle of the room. It is absolute, and again, this sounds cheesy. It's absolutely magic. It's it's beautiful inside. It is. It's a Cinderella theme, so again, very princessy. Magic touches everywhere. But there was one thing that I have to say that I noticed that was a little odd. Oh. And I know that they're not using this to the full capacity yet because this just was a media cruise. Yeah. 
It wasn't 4,000 uh, media. Owners. Exactly. So I know they're going to do something with this eventually. Or 2,500. For those who have seen the videos of people walking in, right when you walk in, there is a stage on the right-hand side just in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Currently, my opinion is that is so random in a waste of space because during this media cruise, they didn't, at least nobody that we've seen showed anything of them using it. It was just, I feel like it just takes up a lot of space. And again, with it being so grand, that atrium is gorgeous. I feel like it's kind of a, I don't know, it just sticks out and it's kind of a attention stopper kind of thing. Cause you kind of look over and you're like, what is this for? Sure. And like, just, well, yeah, when it's not in use, it's probably more of an eyesore than right. a cool thing. I um, just don't know how often they're going to, again, we don't know anything yet, but how often are they going to use the stage to make it so important to put it in such, something so grand Sure. in the middle of that yeah. atrium? It's a lot of space yeah. that it's taking up. So I understand. And uh, it's an attention grabber, right? Instead of you probably focusing on the chandelier and stuff, your your eyes want to go right to the right. stage, right? Like, With oh, lighting what's and stuff. behind there? Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm sure they did the first like welcome on board and stuff that was right there but yeah you're right how many times are they going to use that to where it's worth it to uh take so much room uh new quick service restaurants that was one thing i noticed that looks awesome mm-hmm. uh let me read the names off for you there was one that looked absolutely amazing yeah they call it um mickey and friends festival of foods um you've got uh uniquely themed food stations including mickey's smokestack barbecue donald's cantina Daisy's Pizza Pies, Goofy's Grill, and Sweet Minnie's Ice Cream. Is that it? That's cute. Yeah. Yeah, Sweet Minnie's Ice Cream. So the one thing you noticed that, and I noticed as well, Donald's Cantina looks like a Chipotle. It looks so good. It's like Chipotle. Yes. You basically can make burritos, burrito bowls, and can you do tacos or no? I think so. But again, normally on a Disney cruise line, they don't have like Mexican food. So again, because every time we go on the cruise, we're like, oh my gosh, because we love Mexican food. Mm -hmm. We miss having that option. So we saw someone get a burrito bowl and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like Chipotle on the high seas. (laughs) And again, (laughs) I'm limited. Yeah. And that was just, and again, everyone that had it again, media cruise, so positive, but everyone was like, it was so good. Um, I'm just so excited that they have that option now because again, it's the classic, like you can get a cheeseburger, you can get pizza, you can get a sandwich. Yeah, and it's like super junk food heavy. Again, Mex- some Mexican is not, don't get me wrong, right. not good for you, but it's nice to have a lighter option. Like, oh, I can get a like chicken, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I can get just beans and rice or mm-hmm. something. So something lighter, I guess, and not so f- dang heavy. Yeah. And then another thing that we noticed is the new, I almost want to call it the new, um, almost like cabanas. It's not called Cabanas, is it? In the, new, the Disney Wish? Oh, I don't know what it is. Oh, the buffet. Yeah. Yeah. The buffet. Let me get that. Let me get that name. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think they called it Cabanas. Maybe they did. Anyways, it is absolutely beautiful inside this new buffet area. It's way more, I feel like, the spacious. Um, it looks like the... Go ahead. I have the name. Okay. What is it? It's the Marceline Market Buffet. Okay, so it's very market themed. There's like greenery everywhere. It looks like you're almost going to like a little, um, I want to say like French market, but there's definitely, I felt like some accents. There's like lanterns everywhere. Um, It's beautiful. It's spacious. It does look like the crew or like, is it cast members or crew that are serving? Crew. They are doing that for you now, which I thought was a nice step. Yes. Um, There's glass now in front of all the food so that you can't just dig in and grab. Which again, we're... We rather have a cast member do it because, again, so many people are touching that. Again, mm-hmm. Petri dish, germs. <laughs> yeah. So that was nice. Again, very spacious and beautiful inside. So, yeah. no, that's awesome. Let's uh, get to the rotational dining experiences. 
So if you're new to Disney Cruise Line, uh, you cycle between three main dining areas uh, for dinner. And uh, you can also eat breakfast there, but I'll, yeah. Uh, so these new restaurants are called 1923. Uh, this is a uh, Hollywood style uh, kind of, it's kind of the history of Walt Disney himself. So old Hollywood is what this is themed after. You've got Worlds of Marvel, which is, again, like you uh, imagine from the title, a very Marvel-themed restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's talking about some Ant-Man line. Apparently, in the beginning of the dining experience, he's got some funny stuff, mm-hmm. and it's Paul Rudd, and uh, he says something. I'm not entirely sure what it means, but I, I didn't want to spoil it because I, I think eventually we're going on this, uh, but everyone was cracking up to that. And then finally, we've got Arendelle, a frozen dining adventure. Again, uh, like you'd expect, you've got Elsa, Anna, I think Sven. Mm-hmm. And Kristoff. Kristoff. And then um, the guy from the little... And the snowman, right? Olaf? Olaf. Yeah. Did I say but Olaf already? the one that goes, you Yeah, you-hoo. Big summer blowout. Yes, he's in there as well. Mm-hmm. And so again, it looks like it's entertainment from start to finish. Yes. There's songs. There's mm-hmm. like acting, like little... So it's almost like Tiana's place. Yeah, on the wonder. wonder. Mm-hmm. Or there's a show, there's music. Um, again, the frozen one, I did have to say, looks very nice inside. The theming is great. It literally looks like you're in the castle. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it's just great. Little things like that. Yeah. Uh, another fun fact or kind of interesting thing they did with this one is there's not a dedicated adult-like district. So on all of the other ships, all three others, uh, or four, I guess, uh, they all have like a dedicated adult-only part of the ship, which mm-hmm. has like a club. Like, a, Is it um, Azure? Azure District 29 or something like that is that a movie (laughs) (laughs) I don't know there's district something I think on the dream I remember it okay yeah and yeah they all have different names but yeah they have like a club um they'll have a bar over Mm -hmm. there so yeah again all adult themed things uh they didn't do this on this ship Mm -mm. so it's not a dedicated area what they did was just kind of increase the amount of lounges and bars around the ship so they're kind of scattered all around just on a dedicated area which I think is cooler I, I like this better. It feels like you're going somewhere different every single time. Yeah, a different location rather than just one area, the same thing every night. Exactly. Yeah. One that everyone is excited about is the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge and Cargo Bay. So this thing looks like you're in space, mm-hmm. almost like the Galactic Star Cruiser. Say, yeah. You're drinking drinks. It's got a, you know, it's not supposed to be a screen, but it's a window out into space, right? Right. And you'll go into uh, whatever, hyperdrive. Hyperspace. <laughs> I should know Hyperspeed. This. Hyperspeeds. <laughs> Uh, and you'll, you know, boom, wish off to another place and there's a new planet floating out there and ships. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And also we cannot forget to mention the stores. Oh, they're huge. They are huge. Gigantic. I, okay. And I have to say, you mentioned this earlier when we were watching videos, the way Disney has laid out the merch inside of these stores is completely different. It almost looks like it's a world of Disney feel type of thing. There's lights behind them, like all yeah, the items. Makes it all look fancy. Yeah, and like the theme, like they made it look really good. It's not like, like, you know how merch is normally just thrown out there like, hey, here it is. This has, it looks like everything has a place. Sure. It's pretty, it's well, it's just well displayed. So looks good. <laughs> Very excited about that. Buy some Disney merch. <laughs> I'm like a plug over here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. This is not sponsored by Disney or anything. Um, another thing that I forgot to mention about that hyperspace uh, bar, you can buy a five- thousand dollar drink it's pretty cheap five grand just kidding that's That's not cheap (laughs) yeah that is u.s dollars folks that's not star wars credits that's not uh cryptocurrency that's five thousand dollars uh out your pocket but let me tell you what this is a little misleading it's not just a drink people were confused they're like that better not just be some liquid in a cup so it comes in this weird i'm gonna miss the i'm not gonna remember the name of it people are gonna 
uh, you know, all the Star Wars fans are going to like hate me for this, but it comes in this like special, like little container thing. Mm -hmm. They unlock it. There's clearly like dry ice in there. It's like, you know, the smoke billowing out. Right. And there's only like three glasses in there. And I was very confused going, what kind of liquor is in there to make it worth five thousand dollars mm-hmm. do you keep the display it came in no you do not keep the thing it came in i think you keep the glasses and disney finally came out and said yeah there's this kind of liquor in it i'm not a huge drinker so i don't know the fancy stuff right but there was a fancy rum in there there's a fancy this but again people were so confused this is there's no way this is worth five thousand dollars there has to be something else so sure enough there is this five thousand dollar drink includes a visit to skywalker ranch which is where george lucas you know, uh, developed all the Star Wars movies. It's here in the Bay Area. So just what, an hour away from us, hour and a half? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's close to the public. So that's not for just normal people to come in and out. That's not some like, oh, it's just an elevated experience. That is straight up, you get a tour of something that's closed off to 99% of the US or I, the world. I like the idea, but I feel like it's very random. I, like, I guess. But how is that random? Like it's a Star Wars themed drink in a Star Wars right, uh, bar. Right, but I'm just kind of like, why would you put that on a cruise ship? I don't know. Why not? Like, hey, come spend thousands of dollars to get on this cruise ship and buy these three drinks and you'll be able to go to this ranch. But you would be surprised. How, I mean, honestly, when I heard that, I said, oh, huh. No, no, no. Like, and I and I totally agree. I think the experience is amazing. But I'm like, I feel like it's kind of random to put why on the wish? Like, why not on the Galactic Star Cruiser? Good point. I mean, I guess they could offer it there, too. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't think it's exclusive to the wish. I'm sure they could do it anywhere. Like, maybe Oga's Cantina. They start right. Like, that'd be neat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, maybe it just, it's something the wish has exclusive that makes you want to book a trip there. Yeah. Like special. a diehard Disney fan mm-hmm. and then book that. So, Hey Susan, instead of uh, doing the Galactic Star <laughs> Cruiser, take a Disney wish trip <laughs> yeah. and then buy that $5,000 thing. Do it, Susan. Do, do it. it. With our $25 gift card helping oh along the way. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. What else uh, do you want to talk about here? Um, the touchless buttons on the elevators. Dude, that's crazy. So basically you guys are probably like, what? So again, instead of high touch points on elevator buttons, instead of touching these buttons, pressing them to get to the floor you're looking to go to, you just hover your finger in front of the number and it lights up and it takes you there. That's amazing. Yeah. So like you just hover your finger over it. Don't even have to touch it. No, it's great. Um, another thing I forgot to mention earlier was in the atrium, they do something that's called a kiss goodnight. Yes. Basically the theme song, what was it called? Um, is it a Forever Young. No. Forever young. No, they don't do that. Night. Honey, that was the video. Really? Much earlier. No. Cinderella singing a dream is a wish your heart makes. No, it's forever young. No, babe. It is. No. Okay. Let me figure this out. Everyone, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a really heartfelt, pretty song. No, so Cinderella is singing a dream is a wish your heart makes. And while you're in the atrium and that's going on, it almost looks like magic is coming down from the... um what are they called? Chandelier throughout the ceiling and onto the floor along the walls. Yeah, it is. And again, I'm not talking like they're throwing confetti or like <laughs> glitter everywhere. It's in the ceiling. So like, again, the lights are in the ceiling coming down the walls and it is so pretty. It looks so amazing. And again, I love the Cinderella and I love that song. So it was kind of super magical. I'm still trying to find out the song. I'm pretty sure it's still that I'm, thing. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm serious. You're probably right. Yeah. But um, let so me yeah, kiss goodnight in the atrium, which I thought is really unique. Um, let me think here. What else do we have? I'm still trying to figure out the song. Anyways, well, let's move on from that. Um, another cool thing, uh, again, if you've been on Disney cruise or you've watched the videos, you understand and know that they pretty much do Broadway level Broadway shows plays. I can't spit it out. Um, so Disney does Broadway shows style. 
we can't talk. Um, (laughs) It's getting too late. It is late. Um, uh, They're doing a little more made on this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Disney sees the adventure and Disney's Aladdin, a musical spectacular, all at the Walt Disney World Theater. Um, They also have two full-on movie theaters on this ship. So in all the other ships, they have one. And they're pretty small. This one has two full-size movie theaters. Huge. Gigantic. Oh my God. So, and again, a cool thing about Disney Cruise is that they run, uh, they play first run uh, Disney movies on this. Mm-hmm. So people are seeing Lightyear for, not free, I mean, they pay to be on the cruise. Right. But at no extra charge But like, a, Yeah, imagine like Thor is going to be on it in the next yeah. probably a couple next weeks. Week. Yeah. Probably on the the actual inaugural sailing, like where all the regular people are on it. Yeah. That's going to be worth, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. I know, same. We want to go soon. Uh, finally, let's end it with this one. Uh, Census Spa. Ooh. So this is their, um, uh, again, spa. And this thing is taking up probably half a level. It's humongous. They've got an outdoor area in this one and kind of this zen relaxation garden. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that everyone's talking about, and that is the frigidarium. It's That's a room. That's a weird word. It's a very weird word. I think they made it up. It's a room where you can go in and they have like, I'm assuming just the AC blasting on full blast. And there's this like machine in the middle that they fill up with ice and there's a fan underneath it. And it basically just blows ice air <laughs> around the room. Yeah, and you're in it. The walls and the seats—they look like ice cubes. You know what it reminded me of? What? The scene in uh, Batman Forever with uh, Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. Freeze. What's his name? Mister Freeze. Frosty Freeze or something. Frosty Freeze, <laughs> not Frosty Freeze. <laughs> See, it reminded me of the opening scene in Frozen where they're cutting the ice. Ah. Um, but yeah, again, you're, it looks like you're in like a nice cube villa. <laughs> <laughs> An ice cube villa. Um, okay, so one thing I did notice as the theming of senses is very Vegasy. Yeah, it was an interesting, uh, which I'm not used to because all the dream it's very like relaxing, muted colors. There's like slight greenery. This was very glitzy, glammy, like kind of gaudy, gaudy. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Um, there's like really big walls of like these fake greenery, like. Fake, like fake plants, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's cool. But I'm like, it was almost too much. Unbelievably it, green. It looked like you were going into the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Oh, no. So, <laughs> not the Rainforest Cafe. Um, but again, other than that, it looks like they have the same list of services, if not more. So definitely. Yeah. Stay, looks nice. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. I mean, again, I'm sure it's the most relaxing part of the whole ship. Yeah. But again, when there's an outside area that Caleb mentioned earlier that you can go out and relax. But it's so that's an open area. It's in the front of the ship. There's a walkway above it that you can look down in and see people kind of relaxing down there. Yeah. That was an interesting uh, decision only because there can be a guy that maybe had a few too much to drink or a guy that needs to take an important phone call for work and decides that walking around the ship is the best time to do that and can be kind of talking loud into a place where it's supposed to be relaxing. Yeah. I would have assumed they would have kind of locked down that area up on the deck so you couldn't walk around and like look into people relaxing in a hot tub or a a lounger or something. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it doesn't become a problem sure and people like, respect it. Yeah. I'm sure there's only like one or two entrances though to get over there. Yeah. Maybe they have it locked down. Sure. I don't know. Again, we don't know entirely because people aren't getting in that in depth yet. Yeah. So uh, let's end on this one. I lied. We had a couple more points. Uh, the final one is again, uh, of course, Disney's really good with kids and these kids clubs like all the other ones are absolutely amazing. I think like anybody's kid would want to be here more than hang out with uh, the parents. So uh, another very cool aspect or uh, twist that Disney added to the Disney wish is you can enter the kid club using a slide from the main atrium. So you can legit walk your kid up. You can go bye mom, bye dad, and then go down a slide and be in the Disney secure kids area. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're safe. 
and you get a notification on your phone that they're checked in. Too. Exactly. So you know they're checked in. You know that like they think they update you throughout the time of what they're doing. Yeah. And it's just really, That's really, really cool. amazing. Yeah. So I know a lot of parents that go on these cruises love it because mom and dad get their time to go hang out because the kids, it doesn't, they don't feel bad about dropping their kids off right. at these clubs because they love it. So that looks amazing. Overall, the ship looks absolutely stunning. Stunning. We're going on this cruise again in September on the Wonder, and uh, we're looking at maybe booking a, a, a wish trip. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what uh, what happens. But um, we're really interested in this. I'm hoping that you check it out after listening to this. And uh, again, not trying to hawk a cruise on you, but I originally was not interested, but after Disney Cruise uh, once... I'm hooked. Yeah. And we have a couple of friends over on Market House Podcast Instagram that are just now booking trips and they're very excited. We were, I was going back and forth with a couple of people on there. So let us know if you end up booking one. Let us know when you're going and seriously. Yeah. yeah. If you have one planned, let us know. Or if, again, the time, if you were on the media cruise, let us know if you loved it. We also know someone that just went on it for the media cruise that we were talking, I was talking oh, to yeah, a yeah. ago. Um, but yeah, if you're going on the main, main one that's in a couple of weeks, let us know. Yeah. July and, 14th. Yeah. All right, folks, that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, like we mentioned before, you can find us on Instagram at Market House Podcast and Twitter at Market House Pod. Again, please consider leaving a review if you can. That would be awesome over at Apple Podcast and or Spotify. We would appreciate that very much. Hang in there, guys. I know it's been a weird time in history and uh, yeah. I've been feeling weird and I think everyone's kind of feeling the weirdness of what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Disney is what makes us happy and our little escape. So I hope we did that uh, for the last hour with you guys just kind of helped you escape the craziness of the world. So thanks yeah. so much for listening and hanging out with us. All right, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.